Yo, what's good, everybody? It's John Hudson, man. Welcome to Focus Driven. I'm so glad you tuned in today. Uh, today, I am just going to kind of go from, you know, coast to coast, city to city, all across the land. You have now tuned in to the greatest. What's happening, man? So what's going on? I mean, here I am again. Um, you know, today is going to be kind of a different ride. We're going to talk about some things today that might leave you a little, uh, you know, vexed as they say uh not in a negative way but in a positive way um if you know me you would know that today or rather this month actually is the month of may and for a lot of people don't know the month of may is national mental health awareness month so if anybody knows me they know i'm heavily heavily involved in uh taking care of your mental health so today that's what we're going to talk about is to continue on that journey um, I didn't want to really go into a whole lot of, you know, statistical values and things like that on mental health, but I did want to talk about two things today that kind of leaves people a little unaware about themselves in regards to their daily, their daily lives. Um, because I don't know about you, but every day that you wake up, you know, people have their own little separate routines that they do. Sometimes it could be positive. Other times it could be negative. You know, but I'm here to let you know right now what you do on an every single day basis from a routine aspect, man, that plays a huge part for your your future and where you want to go. Because um, believe it or not, some people wake up, they don't have goals. When they wake up, they don't have uh, things that they are trying to knock out. You know, uh, they don't have particular a, a, a list of things to say, you know what, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to make sure this is done. You know, and try to do all these things because they want to better themselves in the future for whatever it is that they're trying to do. So if anybody knows me, they know I'm, I'm huge on goal setting. I'm huge on um, building, uh, you know, someone's academic success. And I'm huge on, you know, taking a chance on you, you know, um, you taking a chance on other people. But when the last time you took a chance on you, when's the last time you actually believed in you you know the power of you you possess everything that you need to do in your life you possess everything you got everything that you need you got the power to make moves when you make moves you got the power to drive stuff when you need to drive it you got the power to put stuff up high you got the power to put stuff down low man you even got the power to stop stuff if you really utilize it correctly um, cause this is one thing that I've learned about the Lord and you guys know me, I'm a spiritual cat, so I don't even care, but I'm so grateful for the doors that God opened up for me. You know, even with this podcast, this is a blessing. Like this is a great door for me, uh, to, to express my knowledge and to express my skill of expressing myself and communicating the goodness of God to you through this podcast. But more importantly, this is going to blow your mind. I'm so excited and thrilled about the the doors that got closed for me oh my god people don't even realize that the same god that opened up those doors was the same god that closed some doors for you too and you didn't even know why some of you may have thought that he closed those doors because he didn't like you or because he closed those doors because um you know he was mad at you or you, you felt like you know, for whatever reason, he holds something against you. 
You better thank God right now for the doors that was closed. And for me, that was so many doors that I wanted him to open up for me. And I, I'm even talking about in relationships, you know, some marriages, some, some boyfriends, girlfriends and things that you, the people who you knew and all the stuff that you wanted to get into, them doors that was open and you was like, man, thank you for the doors, but some doors that you wanted, you know, uh, and, and God was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 I ain't going to let you get through that one. And then come to find out years or months down the line, you glad he did not open those doors because some other things had happened. So, you know, it's a perspective on life that you need to understand that you need to be thankful for, uh, for the doors. So I, I'm very grateful about the doors God has opened and shut for me. Um, and today the door I really wanted to expose is to kind of, you know, the, the conscious and the unconscious mind state of your everyday being. Every day you have an opportunity to make a change for yourself and others. And are you utilizing that change for yourself and others? Uh, or are you utilizing the word of God to do that um, for yourself and others? Sometimes I think people, you know, for whatever reason, go to church because they're doing it out of routine. They're doing it out of religious state and value. And back in the day, you know, I ain't going to lie, man. My mom used to take me to church because, man, I hated it, bro. Like, we went to church from Monday to Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like, church was an everyday thing. We hated it. Well, I hated it. And, and, and now, and I was back in the 80s and 70s. And, and, and I just hated it. I was like, man, is there ever going to be a time where church is not going to be, like, on? Uh, I tell people this all the time. My mama got a drug problem. You know what I'm saying? And her drug problem goes way beyond crack, cocaine, heroin, uh, any other ecstasy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, opiates, all that. My mama's drug problem. My mama drugged me to church every single daggum day. And I hated it. And what's the most I realized was the fact that that drug that my mama did for me probably was the best drug ultimately that I possibly could ever have in my life. Because now that I realize, now that I'm on the other side of 40, and I've done so many different things, but because I had to utilize those spiritual, uh, you know, traits or biblical principles or the foundations that was given to me, you know, that was the very thing that kept me out of trouble. It was the very thing that opened up doors for me. And it was the very thing that closed doors for me to push me to the things that I actually wanted and valued as a young man leading up to the state. So now here I am, and I'm trying to give you the drug that I got from my mom, except it ain't from the church, because I don't want you to go to church every day. Matter of fact, uh, I want you to go to your church home uh, when you feel ready to go at your expense. Uh, and so I just want to let you know that. But for me growing up as a kid, it was a different way of, 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 of living. Um, and now that I'm older, I'm, I'm grateful for that, and and... Now I really want to give back to kids or even young adults or, or young people for say, uh, and, and, you know, everyone just to let them know, Hey, if you don't have a church home, go to church, man. Like it is probably church has changed so much now 
that I don't even think people realize. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people do not go to church. And if they do go to church, um, you never know what kind of church that they go to. Some of it could be good. It could be bad. Hopefully you get in the full message gospel where it's not doom and gloom, <laughs> but it's actually helping you build a relationship with the Lord. Um, it's unfortunate that I got to say this because a lot of people, when they go to church now, if you ain't meeting the kind of guidelines and kind of the routine of what the, the bishop and the pastor want you to do, then yeah, you're going to hell with gasoline draws on. Um, and that's not necessarily true. Um, so make sure whatever church you go to, um, that, you know, you're going there for a purpose to encounter God, not to encounter a man. All right. Um, so I just had to throw that in there. All right. Um, today, what I wanted to do was continue on with my series with mental health. And I want to continue on with it in such a way that um, you be excited about waking up in the morning and kind of moving around your daily routine. I'm not going to be, um, you know, telling you what to do. I want to give you some suggestions on what to do moving forward within your daily routine. Because most of the time when people wake up in the morning, first thing you want to do is get up. You know, I'm speaking for myself. Use the restroom, brush your teeth, take a shower, get your clothes on, eat your breakfast. Um, if you got kids, get the kids up. Uh, you know, help them out, do what you got to do, and send them out, get them ready to go to school or, you know, whatever the case may be. Well, I want you to start thinking about that for a second. If you can get up and do that, that's great. But what if you got up knowing that when you get up every morning, the first person you have an encounter with is, you know, the man above who actually made the day come forth in the beginning in the first place. And I want to just challenge you to five to maybe seven minutes of when you first get up, having some time with the Lord. And I don't know what that looks like. It could be reading a scripture or two. It could be listening to some maybe meditation music or praise and worship music. Or like me, I try to spend at least 15 to 25 minutes because one of the people, what I like doing, I like getting on YouTube and listening to a message from Joe Osteen. Um, and that's my guy. So I'm a huge Joe Osteen fan. I like, I like this message. I like the way he brings it. And uh, he makes me feel empowered enough that I can get through the day by using the word of God. So if that's what you feel, if you feel like you might want to do that, try all three of those, four of those things out and see what happens. Because it definitely will have a positive effect on what you want to do and how you start your day. One of the things that people don't realize is when they wake up, you know, the first thing they say, oh man, this is the worst day ever. I do not want to get up. Man, you just spoke negativity for your whole day and didn't even realize it so what i'm trying to do is to get you off of that and to say when you wake up whoo maybe it might sound something like this because this is what i do lord thank you jesus for letting me see another day i'm on this side of the ground versus anybody else or even my family members friends relatives that are not even making it or they're not feeling well or they're sick or they may not have all the activities of their limbs, but yet I'm here and I'm standing or I'm laying in the bed and I've actually got air in my lungs to breathe 
and I get another opportunity to give you glory and to show somebody else the glory that you've given to me that I can give to them. Um, so that's just what I'm thinking about. And so I don't ever want you to lose your focus or your or your drive for having an encounter with 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 God. And so, you know, that's one of the key things I wanted to expound upon today is just letting you know how important, you know, your mental health status is or the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning, man, it's, it's, it's very important. And I think the more you recognize that you'll be able to receive and let go of some things as you move on with your life. So if you have words of affirmation that you daily do, say it out. You know, with me, I, I got I got plenty of them like. Thank you, God. I am strong. I am creative. I am prosperous. I am healed. I am wealthy. I am wise. I am forgiven. I am loved. I am talented, you know, and then I'll go even personal. I'm a great father. You know what I'm saying? I have tremendous favor. I am unstoppable. I am impactful. I am understood. Then go broader. Like my dreams are coming true. My life is getting better. I am well able. I'm a king's kid. These are all words of affirmation that you can say, you know, as you're getting started throughout your day. You could be, you know, brushing your teeth. You know what I'm saying? And just be looking at those words on the mirror or look at a scripture that you might have wrote down on your dresser or just being, uh, you know, waking up and just having thoughts of his presence on your mind. Um, and with that, you know, knowing that everything is going to be okay. Because you started your day with the word of God. Right? So, within that, I'm going to leave and kind of have ended on this note. Um, Every day you have an opportunity to make a change. And the way that you change um, is totally how you want to do it. So, when you change, I would advise you to start your day off with something on a positive level. That would definitely change your day, uh, but ultimately change your destiny too, especially when you implant the word of God. All right. So with me saying that, let me uh, put out a scripture there to you. I want you to start and I want you to end your day with peace. I want you to start and end your day with prosperity. I want you to start and end your day with purpose. I want you to start and end your day with the promises of the king. And so... Maybe you might want to write this scripture down. It's Psalms 34:14. It says, I pursue peace with God, myself, and others. And so as you pursue peace with God, yourself, and others, always know with there is power in peace. <laughs> and your mental style or your mental status, uh, when it's at peace, man, your day can go better. Uh, situations change and believe it or not your calling and your purpose actually can come into full force because you know you got the peace of God on your side I ain't talking about the peace you know that involves a bullet a tech nine a 45 anything like that I ain't talking about that kind of peace where you know you got a gun but I'm talking about the peace that surpasses all understanding Um, so I want you to consider this peaceful message that I'm giving you today and to utilize some of the things that I do on a daily basis to keep myself motivated and I hope it keeps you motivated too. Um, I'm going to end this by saying always, always feel free to check out any of my books 
on uh, Amazon.com. Type in John William Hudson. Uh, excuse me. Type in Mr. John William Hudson, and all of my books will come out. So I want you guys to take heed, take notice, and always remember that your conscious and unconscious state is at work at every hand. There is spiritual warfare going on in all types of things that you want to do and that things that you are doing right now. And the best way to conquer everything that you want in your life from a spiritual perspective is through prayer and to walk in the peace and to in the love of God. So remember that. Um, to the next time I'm signing off, God bless you. Make sure you tell a friend. Tell somebody else about Focus Driven um, with John Hudson. I'm pretty sure they're going to enjoy it. I'm fighting, I'm going to have some special guests on my so, show soon. But right now, I want everybody to know me, who I am, what I'm doing. And uh, I hope to talk to you guys very, very soon. So God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. And I will talk to you the next time. This is Focus Driven with John Hudson. Peace. Yo, 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 what's the deal? What up, what up, what up, what up? What up, man? It's your man, John Hudson with Focus Driven. A Focus Driven with John Hudson. Either way it go, it's me, man. Um, welcome once again to my podcast, man. It's always a pleasure and an honor um, for you all to tune in, to spend about 15 to 20 minutes with your boy uh, from the dot. You feel me? Uh, hot spot right now. Hot topic today, man, is... Um, you know, what's your life looking like, man? Um, I just got inspired, like, big time, encouraged, motivated, enthused, uh, intrigued, and interested in what I can do to become a better man, what I can do to become a better human being. Um, and today, I just wanted to talk to you about, you know what I'm saying, since everybody know me as being the best-selling author of 13 books, I'm just going to keep it honest with you today. I'm going to keep it right in your face and just saying for me to you, what's your book look like? What's your life look like? You know what I'm saying? Each day you get up in the morning, um, you know what I mean? Like the sun going to shine regardless. The sun going to come up. The sun going to go down. Every single day, every, every, every single day, the sun is going to go up. The sun is going to go down. And pretty soon you'll have more days where this routine and cycle is going to happen, where you're going to see your life either shift to a positive way of thinking or to a negative way of thinking. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? I want, I, want to, I want to talk to you today about that, man. What are you doing right now to keep yourself motivated on your plan, on your future and your goals? And uh, I just want to kick it to you straight today, man. So let's talk about it, man. Let's talk. Let's go in today about what your book looked like. You know what I mean? Like with me, I knew as a little kid, I had a passion for writing. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it all in turn into all the books and the things that I've been done, uh, you know, within, within my shorty, excuse me, my short 40 plus years of living. And I can honestly say if I die tonight, if I die tomorrow, I know where I'm going straight up and down. Um, I know what my two sons, I know what they gonna have, I know what they gonna be doing, and bottom line is, I'm asking you, what 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 are you gonna be doing within that time frame? So let me just ask you, you know what I'm saying? What you gonna be doing? And how's that gonna look for you in regards to you know your chapter, your book? You know, how's that gonna look? Um, 
You know, what chapter are you writing right now for yourself? Are you actually doing something every single day to improve yourself? And I don't care if it's from a mental standpoint, from a physical standpoint. I don't care if it's you trying to figure out, hey, if I'm going to make my hair longer today or if I'm going to make my hair shorter today. I mean, everybody's got a goal of what they want to do. Uh, and the reason why I mention hair is because I'm looking at African-American women. That's a, I don't know what, $1.2 billion industry uh, in business right now for African-Americans across the world. And you mean to tell me that each and every day somebody wakes up, they got that on their mind and that's what they want to, and that's how they want to spend their day. I mean, you know, it's opportunities everywhere you go. So why are you sitting back letting all these things in your life just happen and you're just letting life just pass by and you're not doing anything for yourself or your future? So I wanted to encourage you to increase your swag today. And I ain't talking about just your swag, your drip by the way you look necessarily. I'm talking about, you know, doing some things that you've been really been wanting to do. Like your goals, your dreams, your future. How does that look for you? What 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 do you want to do? So I want to talk about swag today from a personal perspective. And I, I'm using this acronym S-W-A-G-G-E-R, uh, which comes from one of my best-selling books, The Difference That Makes the Difference. I would not have nothing, absolutely nothing, if it wasn't for my parents in my life kind of guiding me, directing me, showing me some things along the way about what I can do to improve myself as a young man, to improve myself as a human being, and to constantly improve myself as a spiritual person reaching for higher goals in my spirituality. And so all that entails is the making of John W. Hudson II, named after my grandfather. You feel me? You know, and I tell people this all the time. I have a value for life. There's there's a reason why I'm on this earth. There's a purpose and a plan for my life, just like I believe there's a purpose and a plan for your life. So what does that look like for you? So as I go into my um, swagger, I guess, acronym for say, the S should stand for staying power, because once you start something and that's also an S word that you can you can use. Um, what are you doing to actually uh, to complete or to finish the job? It's so easy, so easy to say, oh, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get my degree. Or, I'm going to start this business or you know what? I'm finally going to start uh, going out. And, you know, not eating and doing some stuff that I need to do to lose some weight. I'm going to start this. I'm going to start that. You know what? whoop de do for you and a lollipopsicle for you as well. I'm going to get you two of them just because. Just the part about starting something is the very beginning stages. However, the thing that you need to focus on is actually finishing and executing the job. And I tell kids this all the time. When I do motivational speakers, speaking engagements, I always tell them, oh, you want to go to college? It's cool. Everybody wants to go to college. And I, I, give, them, I give them my secrets to, to success. And the things I always tell high school students is this. Do not go to college. Yeah, that, that's the one you need to write down. Are you writing this down? If, you, if you're on my podcast 
If you want to know my secret to success about academics, student services, and everything that goes along with knowledge and trying to gain your degree, you can write this down. And you can write it down in big letters. And the big letters should be black, bold, and beautiful. You can put it in your mirror. You can put it on the top of your windshield. You can put it on top of your car. And it should read this. Don't go to college. Yes, I said it. The thing that you need to focus on is not going to college. If that is the thing that you want to do, I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't go to college. Stay your butt at home. Do not go to college. Now, here's the counterpart to everything that I just said. I don't want you to just go to college. I want you to go to college. Here is the answer to all answers for college. I don't want you to just go to college. I want you to finish college. That's the key. Because everybody right now is going to college. I want you to look at the statistical value of people starting colleges from when they were supposed to start versus they're finishing college when they were supposed to finish within a matter of months, years, so forth and so on. Because they'll tell you, just like how I'm telling you today, it is way easier to say and do, you know what, I'm going go to go ahead and go to school and I'm going to go ahead and get this degree. Versus actually going to school and finishing degree. So why don't you start by saying this? I'm going to finish what I start and I'm going to finish and I'm going to get my college degree. Now, I'm a fan of academic success. I've already told y'all my background in academic success. And I ain't going to tell you that you definitely need a college degree to be successful because we all know good and well that's not necessarily true. But for me, as a black male in today's societies, you know what I'm saying? And I played basketball. I had big dreams of becoming an NBA player. And that all got shut down. Not because of me, but because of other things surrounding me but or other things surrounding me within the process of me going forward. And I'm going to tell you the things that surrounded me. My, my, my health came into play. I, had, I didn't have the support group that other uh, people had when it comes down to athletics or being a, a college athletic player. And then also, too, I just had flat out haters. In, 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 in high school that just did not want to see me succeed. And I'm not necessarily talking about my teammates. I'm talking about the actual, my actual coach and the people who were in the administrative aspect of the high school athletics did not literally give me an opportunity or let me shine the way that I felt like I should have been shining the way at that time of me playing. And was that, uh, am I upset about that? Am I mad about that? Sure, at the time I was, but when I think about it, it straight up led me and gave me kind of what I like to call a blessing in disguise because the people, the very people that hated on me, the very people that didn't want to let me succeed, uh, with my faith in God and with me believing that there's a higher power out there and me exercising my faith and my confidence in myself as well as in my Lord and my Savior surpassed and superseded outside of what people said and did to me which allowed me to not only 
get to my dream and complete my goals, but it allowed me to testify and show just how good the God that I serve. Cause if he can do it for me, I know that he will do it for you. Right? So within me saying that, I want to let you know that the first letter within your swag is not only having the power to start it, but also having the power to finish it. So that's why in the middle of the start and finish, you need to have what I like to call staying power. You have to be able to stay and commit to what you have started to do till it is absolutely finished to completion. Now, a lot of people don't want to do this because for whatever reason, they too lazy. They feel like they ain't got enough umph to complete the job. Well, sometimes you got to start and begin with the ending in mind as your motivating factor. My motivating factor, as I went through all the things I went through, both academically, spiritually, and even educationally and personally, the motivating factor for me was proving people wrong who literally said that I couldn't do it. And the way that I did it was through class, was through respect, and what's through integrity. And the most importantly, it, it was through what I like to call the very power of moving peacefully. Mean, meaning, I didn't have to cause ruckus. I didn't start no fights with nobody. I didn't have to cuss nobody out. I didn't have to do anything physical to let people believe in me and to tell them, you know, hey, if you don't believe in me, well, screw you or forget you. I don't care about what you're saying or thinking and I'm going to cuss you out and make a fool of myself to prove you wrong. Nah, I did everything as professional as I could. I did everything as purposeful as as I could because I knew I had a purpose but more importantly I did everything with a peaceful nature meaning when you close a door you ain't gotta slam it don't you know you can close a door lightly and it'll hold just as much weight as opposed to closing it with a slam which could cause somebody to flare up or could cause the situation to escalate so always remember if you need to close a door and if you want to do something, do it peacefully. You don't never have to cause a ruckus or a fuss or cause anybody to yell at you or you yelling at anybody for anything to happen. Because when you do things that peacefully, trust me, uh, you can prove people wrong by not saying nothing and letting your actions speak for itself. And in due season, the benefits of you using those types of peaceful actions have a way of paying off for you in the long run where you will gain and have great success. I've seen it happen for so many people because the power of rejection will definitely come to you and what you are doing. But the way you utilize the rejection is to motivate yourself with a peaceful move. You ain't got to cause no way. Like I 
I said earlier, you ain't got to cause no way of fighting with nobody. You ain't got to do nothing to nobody. When somebody rejects you and when somebody kicks you out, when somebody says you ain't good enough, when somebody degrades you, when somebody feel uh, makes you feel like you're worth nothing, when somebody says you're inadequate or incapable, or when somebody says that you cannot do or will not do something, that is the thing that you need to keep in your mind to motivate you peacefully to move forward in what you want to do. Now, the way you move peacefully is by knowing who you are and whose you are. And that's why you have to walk everything out by faith and not by sight. <laughs> I remember uh, very, you know, and I, I share this story a lot. I remember very vividly when my high school coach told me, John, you'll never play outside of the four walls of Washington High School in Kansas City, Kansas. And when he said that, I was a good friend of mine. His name is Terrence Flowers. Shout out to T. Uh, and he looked at me and was like, dog, you going to let him talk to you like that, man? You a singer, bro. We know you can hoop, man. You going to let him talk to you? Bro, you can't do that, John. And I looked at my head coach and I looked at Terrence and I walked away in peace. And the reason why I did that was for two reasons. One is I knew that that coach wanted to get a rise and a kick out of me just so he could prove whoever, prove himself that, you know what, he's a hot-headed kid. Uh, I know exactly what he's thinking, and this will prove my point that if somebody was to talk to him mentally, he can't take the pressure. Well, let me tell y'all something. You guys, if you don't know, go grab my book, Ignore It and Ignite It, The Hoops of Life. It's my best-selling book, and you will see what happened when he told me those things. I didn't trip out. I didn't move. I let my God do all the work because I knew that was the very thing that was going to motivate me to prove him wrong. And I tell people this all the time. I didn't just play outside the four walls of my high school. But I played outside of the four walls of my country, cuz. Played in two different countries, man. Scored average like 22 points a game. Played in Fiji and New Zealand. I think my career high was like 31 points, nine rebounds when I was in Fiji. Like, for my coach to say that, and for me to go from Wyandotte County to worldwide, that'll prove to the point that you can do whatever it is that you want to do. It's not through me but it's through other things that you can do to help yourself and to get a vision of yourself of how you want to improve your life as it goes on. So now that I'm telling you some things, you can talk to yourself and motivate yourself and use the word of God by doing it. So I'm going to get off right now. I'm going to let you guys know, please go grab the book, Ignore It and Ignite It, The Hoops of Life. I appreciate y'all tuning in to my podcast. This is John Hudson signing off. By the way, you can catch me online at freddexter.com. You can also go to johnwhudson.org. I'm going to expound on swagger. And I think the next time I do my podcast is probably we're going to talk about work ethic. And we're going to talk about accountability. And we're going to get into some other deeper things. But I want to encourage you guys. Don't let people just say things to you. And if they say them to you and if it's in a negative way, don't react with words of malice and discretion. You can do things at peace 
and you can do things in a proper fashion. Now, I ain't saying just let people just walk all over you and just talk to you crazy. But I am saying there's a way that you can do it where it's in a professional manner and you can express your point without having to have a malice action or an attitude of violence and destruction. Sort of similar like Martin Luther King and things of what he did. So uh, I'm signing off. Let me leave you with the scripture talking about peace. It is for whatever purpose it is. Psalms 34 and 14. I pursue peace with God, myself and others. Turn away from the evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. This is John Hudson. I'm signing off. Focus Driven Enterprises. God bless. Peace. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's happening? It's your man, John Hudson. I'm sorry I took me uh, for so long to get back, but I'm back and I'm back at it again. Before we get started, I want to thank you all once again for uh, tuning in uh, to Focus Driven Enterprises, uh, where we talk about faith, family, and the future, man. It's, it's, it's a joy and an honor, you know, just to have my own podcast and just to share my thoughts for the people who are following me out there out in the world, man. People really have no idea how much I really appreciate you guys and all the love and support that you've shown me down through the years. You know, it's just been an honor and a blessing. Um, today, I wanted to kind of follow up with the previous subject uh, when we was talking about staying power when it comes to goals and when it comes to achieving greatness. Uh, and I was going by one of the books that I've written. Uh, if you have not checked it out, please check me out on johnwhudson.org or you can check me out on freddexter.com and I'm always giving insight and tips on what's, you know, either what I've done or what I'm doing. Um, You know, I got a couple of announcements to make today because, um, you know, God has really been blessing me, man. And, you know, I just wanted to share my thoughts and my views on some things. And hopefully it'll give people who are actually following me an opportunity, you know, to start living up their dreams and, and encountering their goals and completing their goals. Uh, because it's something that, you know, people take for granted. You know, um, here it is in 2019 and we are more concerned about, you know, trying to be famous and trying to have many likes on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram where we totally forget about, you know, uh, the true essence of life, which is, you know, having faith and trust in God and trying to be more Christ-like, for say. So today I wanted to kind of, uh, you know, follow, finish up on my series uh, with the difference that makes the difference. I wanted to talk about the A, which is accountability and making action towards your goals. You know, accountability is one of them words that a lot of people really miss when it comes down to personal growth, educational achievement, and just overall self-help. Well, I just wanted to point out a few things when accountability is that it's probably the most important thing that you can do on anything that you start and finish. Because in the middle of whatever it is that you're going through, you're going to have to show some kind of accountability on your part. Um, and that's in anything. That's in relationships. That's in 
you know, spiritual growth, that's in personal achievement, that's even in finances or being a better parent or being a better husband or a better wife. Uh, we got to show some some marks of accountability. And, you know, I just wanted to mention that because accountability is something, you know, that holds true in a lot of different things in a lot of different ways. So um, by all means necessary, as I say, you know, uh, be more accountable about what you're doing in life. And if you got any goals that you really want to achieve, it's going to take some accountability to get where you want to get to. You know, accountability is one of those words where it it often sticks to your mind, you know, when, you know, it's best, you know, stood out for you and what you're going through. Uh, But accountability is probably you know, more important than what you think. So we have to be accountable for what we're trying to do. And uh, for, for those who really don't know what accountable means or, you know, what accountability kind of stands for, uh, I wanted to, you know, actually read the definition to you. And it reads this, the fact or condition of being accountable, responsible, uh, and their lack of accountability has congruent public respect uh basically it just means you know uh being responsible for your actions so i could go a lot of different ways with this on this word accountability but i think the more i think about it right now for what i'm wanting to get instilled in you is just building your foundation on your faith your family and your future Um, so with your faith being said, how can you be more accountable with, with, with your walk with God, you know, and that's, and that's something with me that I'm always intensifying, always increasing and always trying to get a better understanding of God and trying to be accountable in that way. Uh, and then two, as far as my family, man, you know, what can I do to, you know, respect uh, who I need to respect <laughs> and be more responsible for my two children. Um, you know, I have two boys. Um, so with that being said, I have two obligations, two major responsibilities and they all, or meaning I'm saying they all meaning them. They both look up to me and I have to be accountable for my actions because they are watching me every single thing that I do, every word that I say, you know, they are watching me and I love my sons. Anybody that knows me, they love, I know both of my boys, Jojo and Jay, Jay-Z. Um, them, them, them my little dudes right there. So, you know, it's only fitting and right that I try to be the best man that I can and be responsible in that sense. But the reason why I'm saying that is because for you as a person who is tuning in, you know, you have to be, you know, grateful of the fact that accountability comes with hard work. <laughs> and it comes with some actions of you taking steps to be more responsible in whatever it is that you're trying to do in life. I always want to tell people, you know, the only way you can get where you want to get to is making heavy action. I didn't say light action. I didn't say medium action. But you got to execute your plan with action. And that action revolves around being accountable for what you're wanting to do. Um, and who are you responsible for? You know, um, a lot of people didn't know when I started, I I was podcasting way like 10 years ago, 
but it was it was not a podcast like how I'm doing right now. It was I had an actual you know uh, booth. I was in a studio, and me and April Nerona at the time we was going back and forth with setting up what we wanted to do. Now that I got my own thing, you know I got to be accountable to you guys. You know what I'm saying and. You know, I just, I don't want you hearing me. You know, I don't want y'all hearing about John Hudson going to jail. Uh, John Hudson, you know, you heard on the news that John Hudson, you know, podcaster, motivational speaker, best-selling author, award-winning guy is out here treating people wrong, you know, out here selling false dreams and hopes. And he's really disrespecting and dishonoring, you know, what he has built up uh for the eyes of the people to see he is definitely rejecting that and not living up to that i don't want to be that guy you know i see people all the time and i'm not naming no names because i don't want y'all to ever think that i'm going to bash anybody on my show because that's not what this is about um i see people all the time who got podcasts uh radio shows television shows and you know they say one thing and then we look up you know And we see something else happening. And like I said, I'm not going to front out any names, but yo, it comes to a point in your life where you can't look at what everybody else is doing and bash them for the kind of things that they've either went through or going through right now. Uh, But somewhere down the line in your life, you got to start being responsible for you and what you are wanting to do. You know, people ask me all the time, well, John, how did you... How did you do this with books? And how did you play basketball overseas? And how did you uh, maintain, you know, to get all this education behind you? And I was, and I tell them straight up, bro, I had to be accountable for my actions. And it, it, it all comes down to what I mentioned on the podcast previously was when I was talking about staying power. You know, I had to stay where I was at, you know, in order to be successful. And sometimes people don't understand the key to being accountable is staying. You got to hang in there. You got to, you know, uh, as they say, strap up your boots or put your bootstraps on and dig in your heels and hang in there and complete the work. And it'll it, it, it all come to pass. Um, accountability is another big step and conversation piece for people who have mental illness. Y'all know I'm a huge mental illness, you a huge mental health advocate. Um, and I want people to know that other people who have mental health issues have problems being accountable, not just accountable f- for what's going on, but accountable to themselves to try to help themselves uh, be better people, be better individuals, be better, uh, you know, civil people of the world, of the universe. And, you know, it, it, people say, well, what's my strength in that? How did I become Or what's the secret to becoming or having a strong sense of accountability in you? And I think the main thing is, yo, just the people who you grew up watching, what was it that made them special to your eyes? What what was it about them that you was like, man, that is just unbelievably good. Uh, They have a a really great talent or a really great gift. And I want to be like that. You know, I want I want to share that or I want to experience what they experience. And I've done that many a times. Um, and the secret to that is, you know, leadership. Who who have you watched that you want to mimic what they've done? 
and and I'm pretty sure at the end of the day when they get done, you know, pronouncing their gift or their skill, they'll tell you, you know, I, they had to have a strong sense of accountability and responsibility to get to where they're at right now. Um, I'm looking at one of my one of the guys who I like, one of the guys who I like watching as a kid, even up until this point. I'm saying a kid, but I'm really meaning a teenager or a young adult. Even with that, that was Steve Harvey. I really appreciate Steve Harvey for what this man has done for for TV, uh, for media, for this generation of people who are trying to better themselves. From his best-selling books to his talk show to even his uh, radio show, which he started back in, you know, the mid-2000s. You know, the man has done a lot. And I don't care what they say about him, you know. Um, you know, it's a lot of rumors going that, you know, he's going to lose all of his shows and he's going to lose Family Feud and all of this and that. Well, I don't care. You know, I, I, I know Steve. I've met Steve twice. Um, and for what I know of him, I know he'll bounce back. No matter what he does, he always has his hand on something uh, that's going to produce some type of positive, you know, money-making adventure. Uh, and, you know, I want to follow in footsteps like that because I, me personally, I enjoy watching him do what he does. And I know millions of others like doing what he does too, but at the same time as well, he has an accountability factor from his staff, his family, uh, even with his financial groups that he's in. This dude's got to be accountable for so much stuff that we'll never know what it took for Steve Harvey to be what it is. You know, this man went from homeless to having multiple businesses, movies, books, scripts. See what I'm saying? And people are so quick to judge or so quick to write him off because he's done one or two things that you didn't like. I remember when Steve Harvey first came out, I don't like Steve Harvey. Well, okay, that's cool. You ain't got to like him. But at the end of the day, you know, I bet you respect him for what he has done and who is who he has been accountable to. Um, Cause he's opened up a lot of doors for other different people. Uh, so, and I'm just using him as, as an example. I don't know Steve Harvey personally like that. I've never been to his house. I've never been to his home. I don't know his wife, Margie and the kids. But I have met him, I've shook in his hand, and I've said hello to him. And for what I've seen as a man, and this was way back in 2005, six, and even nine when I met him, you know, he, he seemed like a stand-up guy. And you got to look at where he's been, you got to look at where he's at right now, what his future entails. And that's what you got to tell yourself. Where you at right now? You know what I'm saying? And where do, where do you want to be? Because if you look at where you're at right now, where you want to be, you have to be accountable for your actions to make a positive change in not only your life, but in somebody else's life. And that's one thing I love about, you know, having this show is to let you know, man, you can do it, bro. Like accountability is something that you can do. And if you can't do it, it's something that you can work on because we all lack something of some sorts that is going to make us either be distracted from our obligations or it's going to hinder us from our obligations. And that's why accountability is so important for us to encounter and to strengthen within ourselves. So we need to understand that and respect that because everybody in here got an enemy. But it's the proof of how you deal with the enemy uh, that's what's going to make you go to the next level. You know, nobody likes to talk about pain. Nobody likes to talk about how that makes you feel. 
but without pain, you really can't progress, you know, um, and without people hurting you, really don't know how you can grow as an individual to be more accountable for what you're trying to gain, you know, I want to make a quote from one of the books that I love to read, it's called The Assignment um, by Mike Murdoch, if anybody knows who Mike Murdoch is, he's a uh, He's out of uh, he's out of Texas. Um, he's an author of I want to say a couple of hundred books. I mean, the man is un- unbelievable. Great speaker. If you ever ever have a chance to go on YouTube, check Mike Murdoch out. Um, and I know with his he's big on wisdom. Wisdom keys is his thing. So when you get a chance, check Mike Murdoch out. And he'll have these things called the wisdom keys that. Every time I listen to him, I'm just like, man, he, he, I don't know where he comes up with it, but he's an anointed speaker. Uh, he's big on prosperity and purpose. And uh, without him, I don't know where I would be. Now, I've never met Mike Murdoch, but I know one day I will. But I own several of his books. I own several of his teachings. And if you ever want somebody that you can help develop skills of planning and purpose and establishing a more firm understanding of accountability dude is on point uh get mike murdoch let me read this uh quote that he wrote he said pain is not an enemy but merely the proof that one exists now i can go into i can go on and on about that but without pain you ain't gonna be able to do a whole lot of nothing To build anything that you want to do. So just know within your enemy. There's going to be a purpose behind your enemy. That's going to propel you for a better situation. So. This is what I've learned from Mike Murdoch. The goal of an enemy is a broken focus. Why do you think that I named my show Focus Driven? I'm going to repeat that. Hopefully you'll get it this time. The goal of your enemy is broken focus. And what I'm trying to get you to see is you, in order for you to be successful and powerful and to maintain your purpose and your plan, you cannot be distracted, but you have to build a strong knowing and a strong side awareness of your accountability to what you're trying to do. I think I said so much within these last almost 18 minutes that you hopefully get that, you know, this is wisdom that God has given me to you. And I want you to understand that accountability action is appealing to an individual who wants to make positive change. Let me say that again. Accountability and action is appealing to an individual who wants to make positive change now I don't know where you are right now and I don't know what you're doing but by being more accountable to yourself your dreams and your goals as it says in Matthew with God anything is possible without accountability just think of what Jesus knew on the cross what he had to do he was accountable for everything that he did it was it was some times when Jesus was ready to quit when he said Oh God, you know, please take this cup from me. He was, he he was ready to be like, yo, when he was, you know, uh, dripping 
uh, uh, sweat like blood. He was ready to not be accountable to what he originally had started with God. But Jesus made action to not give up and to hold true of his responsibilities that not only did he have with the people of God, but that he had with God himself. That's deep. That's deep. So I want you all to to be encouraged and to know that building a strong accountability within yourself and building a strong awareness about what you're doing and how you want to do it by keeping your focus and not being distracted can pay dividends to what you want to do. So I want to leave this podcast today with the seeds of that. Catch me out the next time. Join me on the next podcast. Uh, I'm signing off for Focus Driven. Uh, and I want to see you and I want to hear back from you as far as how you think that I'm doing. This is some, this is something that God has opened up for me. And I want to hear your feedback on what's going on. So God bless you. I appreciate you uh, hearing me out on my podcast. And we'll talk to you soon. Peace. God bless. Focus Driven, baby.